This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Tiki and Tierney on The Fan. Tiki Barber. This Aaron Rodgers situation is the decision only worse. Why in the world the New York Jets and Jet fans and the Jet organization and the Jet locker room would sign up for this kind of drama? I am beyond understanding. Brandon I've hinted at this now for a couple of weeks, but now we can finally say, because I know my partner's going to be on board. He needed to see how they played against the Celtics. This next team that we have so far this year, the best Knicks team in 20-plus years. Conversation's over. Tiki and Tierney on The Fan, 101.9 FM and the Odyssey app. 10-0-2, what's happening, everybody? This is the Tiki and Tierney Show. What's good? Hopefully you had a good weekend. Big week, big, big, big week for our Jets and Giants. But you know what time it is. It's only one way to start the week. Where's that Knicks energy? Let's go. We the New York Twice. That's right. All the haters. All the dissenting voices. Oh, the Knicks Knicks can never be good with Dolan. Oh, the Knicks will never get it right. Oh, Tom Thibodeau's got to get fired. Oh, Julius Randle's not that guy. Suck it. (laughs) Nine straight. And I tell you, don't just break down, but keep it going. I got to tell you. Last night, you go I, you go up to Boston. I want people to understand what the Knicks were facing last night. First of all, they were facing a pissed-off Celtics team because the Knicks have played well against them lately, mm-hmm. and Celtics fans have been giving it to them locally on the radio. Nationally, well, the Celtics, are they really this good? Knicks might have their number. Yeah, go up to Boston on a primetime game, right, national TV with a ticked-off Laser locked in Celtics team and the New York Knicks win without Jalen Brunson, not in regulation, not in overtime, double overtime. Haters, sit down. <laughs> sit, sit down. I'm not gonna hate. And the real ones I'm keep not standing. Hate, but is it is it diminished at all because the Celtics seem to be somewhat flawed? And this is their second loss in a row. Their third in four games. Uh, two of them to the Knicks, and the other one to the Nets. Is it is it diminished at all that they lost to the Nets in massive come from behind uh, fashion uh, two nights before? Does that matter? At uh, all, all I know is this: if the Knicks played the Celtics in the playoffs, the Knicks are going to beat them. Well, here's the problem: the so, Knicks are going to beat the Celtics in a long series. I've, They're going to beat them. I've got. I just don't know if we'll play them. I've gotten closer to your bandwagon of saying that the Knicks are going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. The only problem, yeah, with that assertion is that it looks like they're going to end up having to go through the Milwaukee Bucks because mm-hmm. the the Boston Celtics are going to fall. If they have to play the Boston Celtics, I have complete confidence that they can beat the Boston Celtics, even if it's just a a mental dominance that they have over Boston right now. That feels like it's shaping because they haven't lost to them this year. 3-0. Right? 3-0 against the Boston Celtics. As good as this team has been, meaning the Celtics team has been all season long, they can't beat the Knicks, even when they have a 12-point lead in the third quarter. Uh, so I'm not worried about the Celtics. But the the Milwaukee uh, Bucks, they are the team that's going to stop your prediction from coming to. I, 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 I don't know about that. You, I don't know why. Why? Why? The, why? The, the the biggest thing is the Giannis factor. The trip, the fake triple double, notwithstanding, which happened last night, where he threw the ball in the bottom of the rim just to get his tenth rebound and get a triple double. Pat Staden like Jokic is, uh, but that notwithstanding, Giannis is a beast. Mm-hmm. Drew uh, Drew is a beast. Drew Holiday is a really good a beast. player. Uh, you know, Middleton is a really good player. Yep. They they have so much consistency. And yes, I know they lost over the weekend. 
to the 76ers, but they are so consistent, and they have a superstar who they can turn to, who can turn on and dominate at any at any point. So it's the Milwaukee Bucks who worry me. The Boston Celtics, though, I've gone to, I've gotten on your bandwagon with this, BT. I'm not afraid of the Boston Celtics if I'm the New York Knicks. The Knicks are good, man. The Knicks are really good. And you know what I love about last night? Like, don't get me wrong. I would have I would have enjoyed this script as well. Like, if the Knicks came out and they knocked down 22 threes or 20, like, they set a, a team. Like, they were just red hot. Like, everything they put up, it went in, and they won again. That's one way. But it's so much more impressive to show the resiliency that they had to show. The way the second quarter ended, when the Knicks gave up a 10-0 run, and they were getting b- bamboozled on the backboard. Some bad bounces, some lazy box outs, some bad circumstances. But the Celtics were crushing them on second-chance opportunities. And the Knicks, you know, kind of limped in the locker room a little bit. And you know, and then, you know, the, the fluctuations. Every time they were just about ready to get knocked out. Whether it's quickly going bonkers, whether it's Randall doing something, whether it's Barrett doing something early, the Knicks are just really, really, really good. And I want to give you a stat here, all right? So since they moved to the nine-man rotation, this encompasses exactly half a season. If you were, you know, even though it's not quite 82 yet, so more than that because there's still 16 games to go. So 41 of the 66 games they played, they've had the nine-man rotation, which everybody loves, right? During that run... They are first in offensive rating in the entire NBA. They are first in point differential. They are first in net rating. And one stat that goes back to game one, and I've said this a few times, which is why I said two weeks ago I think they can make a run to the conference finals. They are top five in the NBA in fewest turnovers. So let me get this straight. They score. They protect the basketball. They've got incredible depth. They've got two stars, one of whom didn't even play last night. And you still want to tell me you're not buying the Knicks. And I get it. You know, I laugh. I still see it. Yeah, the little jokes, the little jabs, the little twigs. Yeah, come. Keep that energy when the Knicks lose in round one. Yeah, let's hear <laughs> the same energy when the Knicks go home, you know, and they get swept in round two. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take my medicine at that point if I have to. This New York Knicks team is everything that we want all of our teams to be in this city. They have balls. I don't even like to say, I don't like to talk like that. <laughs> but the Knicks have balls. And you know what? They got, no, no, let me take that back. The Knicks have monster-sized balls. Their <laughs> balls are monstrous. The New York Knicks aren't afraid. The New York Knicks have a team conviction that they're going to beat you. The New York Knicks have an elite head coach. That's right. The New York Knicks have a superstar in Brunson, and the New York Knicks are just getting ready to take off. This is going to be a blast the for the next two months. The only pushback I'll have is they better catch the Philadelphia 76ers. And we'll beat them, too. It's not even about that. Beat the Sixers. They better catch the 76ers so that they get to the three seed so that they don't have to play the Milwaukee Bucks in the second round of the NBA playoffs because they lose to the Bucks. And then your, your, your bold prediction from, what, three weeks ago? Uh, just about three, three weeks. weeks ago. I mean, people thought I was out of my mind. I, I, I thought you were out of your well, mind. That's true. Until you, I, you, you do a lot anyway. True, but I started to, I, I started to come around slowly after the went went to four four games and five games. And, now and by the way, now it's sitting in nine games. How about the way they won Friday? <laughs> I know. Uh, you got the whole experience. The whole and, and I think Evan tweeted this. You got the whole Julius Randle experience there, boy. Yeah, he did. You know, he's a little indecisive. That he's a little Stumbling, over aggressive. That he stumbles. That he loses it. And he gets it. That he drank. I mean, that was. Nah, this is this is a blast. Yeah. This is what we have been craving, T. Well, my point been is, a long time. they better get to the three seed. They better catch Philly. They're two games back in the win column against against the 76ers. They better catch Philly because if they fall into the four seed, I think they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers who have lost four of their last six. The Cavs have been streaky. They won seven in a row, then they lost four of their last six. They're streaked. They're going to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers if they stay in the four seed in the four five matchup, but they better get to the three seed so that in the second round, they don't face the Bucks. They need to want to face the Boston Celtics. And as crazy as that sounds, because you wouldn't have said that 30 games ago. No, There's I no wouldn't chance. have said that 20 games ago. True. 15, I'm not sure You're I would have right. said that. There's no chance you wanted to face the Boston Celtics, but to make your prediction come true, they need to catch Philly so they can be in the three seed uh-huh. and have Boston in the second round as opposed to Milwaukee. Because they're not getting to the Eastern Conference Finals or they got to play the Bucks. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Hopefully you had an awesome weekend. Uh, we're inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from 
Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Don't worry. I mean, this Rogers car thing is moving with the Jets. There, it's moving. It, it is absolute. There's some new news. Mm. There's some new. I'm disappointed in into, you. By the way. No, no, say that. What, what for what? I'm disappointed. For what? We'll get to it, but I'm disappointed. In well, you. that's too general. That's too yeah. broad. I, I heard your. You're I, I, I heard in me. you on Friday, and then I come in today, and I'm just disappointed in you about the Jets. I'm disappointed. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, well, oh, oh, oh wait you. a second. I, I think I know where you're going. If you're going where I think you're going, that's going to yeah. be one hell of a debate. And I think, uh, I know you long enough to know what you're thinking. Uh, you know okay, I know what I'm thinking. Okay, we're saving that. And uh, possible movement on Jones. And by the way, if it's $40 million for Jones, a lot of people don't like that. Mm. Although I think the Giants structured that in a way that's obviously palatable for them. I just think that this is going to be an awesome week. I think the Jets are going to have a great quarterback. I think the Giants retain Daniel Jones. I think the Knicks keep humming. And it's all good. Well, I want to see Mr. Rodon for the Yankees. Picks a little bit better. I want to see him getting waxed around. That's Come on. Nice. All right. Let's get to you. Let's keep this Nick energy up. And by the way, listen, real quick. I, I do understand that there are times, and I'm probably a little more guilty of this than Tiki, to be fair, where there's a, a heightened emotion, like a heightened belief of, of what could possibly transpire. I don't think right now, honestly, I I don't think there's anything that you can say about the Knicks this year, right now, and provided Brunson's okay. And it's not just a one little, you know, mm-hmm. one off, a little respite. The ankle's fine. He's going to come back and he's okay. Like if that's a problem, season's over. Then, then everything gets derailed. But if he's fine, uh, I don't think there's anything that anybody can say about the Knicks right now, and it sounds outlandish. Mm-hmm. It sounds not congruent with who they are or where they might go. The Knicks are legit. Let's get PK in Brooklyn. What's happening, PK? How are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? How what's you happening? doing? All right, yeah. bud. What's going on, man? I usually don't agree with BT. I have to I have to admit that <laughs> first. I usually don't agree with you. And I usually give you a hard time when I call. But I have to say, I, I like what the Knicks are doing. Uh, I've come to the realization that Randall is going to Randall. He's going to give you a good game, but he's going to make a lot of mistakes. He's not a superstar, but he's going to give you a solid game. I like what they're doing. I'm excited. This goes out to my brother, who's a big Boston fan. He's he's ducking from me right now, but I'm looking for him. Let's go, Nick. All right. You know, and by the way, by the way, oh, thank you, Huff. Appreciate it. Huff, how you doing today, buddy? You okay? Hoff looks a little disheveled today. The first time he's not wearing a hat. Disheveled, His grumpy. His hair is a mess. He is grumpy. Mm-hmm. I think he's hating on these Knicks. He put on the wrong pair of pants. Yeah, man. size too big. He's dragging a little bit. <laughs> you know, I think what it is with Hoff, you know, not, not, you know and if, if I'm off base with this Hoff, by all means, you know, check me. I, I think Hoff is um, a little distressed over the notion that these Knicks might uh, obscure some of the shine he was hoping his Rangers were going to get this mm-hmm. spring. I think that's what it comes down to. Can't get love for both. He was thinking those Rangers going to get, get love for both those Garden teams. It can't uh, happen, man. That's what I think it is. He doesn't want to share the stage. Now well, I got off. For he you. wants to be right about the Knicks. The You're Knicks suck. To. They yeah. can't, make, can't make it in the postseason. It's the Rangers are the only team that have a chance to win a cup. You see his tweet last night? Yeah. Solid win by the Knicks. Uh, solid. Wow, what a concession. Solid. Eddie's in Brooklyn. What's going on, Eddie? How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, Eddie? Going on, but I just want to talk about the Knicks, man. The Knicks is just been outstanding. IQ yesterday, I- I'll sit RJ Barrett every day for this guy. That guy <laughs> was playing amazing, lights out. Also, I wanted to talk something about Daniel Jones. I don't think he deserves Patrick Mahomes' money, and also I'm a little confused on why he unfollowed the Giants on Twitter and started following. Following the Carolina Panthers. What the hell is that I, all about? I saw that, yeah. Eddie Teak. I don't, I, I, I'm a little bit more I, dialed into the social media stuff. Did you catch that? I, I mean, did. I don't think it's a huge deal, I but that doesn't I, seem like a Daniel it, Jones kind of move. It doesn't sound like a Daniel Jones kind of move at all. Huh? I don't think that he's uh-uh. imminently going to sign a contract with the Carolina Panthers. Um, and if he if he if that is the case, the Carolina Panthers are going to end up giving two first rounders to the New York Giants yes. because we know that that's going to happen. On on Monday, and by the way, tomorrow, yeah. four p.m. deadline. Yeah. Tomorrow, we uh, gotta get these stats. Monday, and what I'm talking about, I'm Lamar, talking about Tuesday. We got a lot of stuff happening. By the way, if I'm David Tepper and the Carolina Panthers, I probably do that in a heartbeat. So would I. In a heartbeat, I would too. Two first rounders for Daniel Jones, who's established. Now you got a really good quarterback mind in Frank Reich. You got a good. We've talked about this the last two weeks. They had a pretty good roster offensively. And if I'm David Tepper, I'm doing that all day. Home, he's hometown kid because he went to Duke. You bring him back. 
I absolutely am going to do that. Now, do I think that Daniel Jones actively said, unfollow New York Giants, follow uh, Carolina Panthers? I doubt it. Well, and who did it? The little, uh, the his, little Twitter elf. It's just, probably, uh, it's probably his agency. Oh, don't start I'm with this. He's in. Okay, even if you're BT, right, BT, yes. you know Daniel Jones because he came in. We don't uh, know him well. I, that's why I'm but, surprised by the move. Ex- we he is he does not, he does not come across to me. I agree as with you. That kind of guy, but he's got to own his social media actions, especially. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not mad at the I guy, but know. it's a, it's a, I don't know, it's don't not know. a Daniel Jones kind of move. Now, no. do I think that he sat there on his iPhone and went click unfollow, follow Panther? No, I don't. Now. Now, but if he didn't, it doesn't matter. It's immaterial. Mm-hmm. It still happened. Yeah. And it's still his name. And it's still an interesting move by whomever did it. Yes. And if it was his agent, he's got to own it because he's in charge of his agent, not the other way around. Yes. It's the way it goes. But ultimately, it's just social media and means absolutely nothing. <clears throat> but it could <clears throat> mean a it could Does mean, it mean something. Nothing? If, he, if, he, if he goes elsewhere, it will mean a lot. If he stays here, it means nothing. Teak, if you said pick one New York athlete, that would not do what they Daniel, would be Jones, Daniel Jones. I think that he might be the first guy that I say. Exactly right. Exactly right. Honestly, I would never say Daniel Jones is going to use social media <laughs> to put pressure on the New York Giants. Look who I'm following now, as opposed to you all. Yeah, I just it's it was odd. It was odd. So it I kind of dismissed it because I, I don't want to believe that it's that it's that it's. Uh, I don't know if it's possible. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, listen, anything's possible. Tino's on Staten Island. Tino, what's happening, buddy? How are you today? Brandon, Tiki, good morning, gentlemen. How Tino! Are you? What's up, Tino? The Bam Tino. <laughs> so, boys, I, I called last week. I don't know if you recall the call, the phone calls that I made to you guys last week. And I said to both of you, I said to both of you, I said, Julius Randle is a phenomenal player. He's playing out of his mind. Jalen Brunson, all-star season, even though he got snubbed. But I specifically said to both of you guys last week, I said, the most important player on the Knicks is Emmanuel quickly? I remember Gentlemen. the conversation. I remember having the conversation with yeah, you. Yeah, I remember after you got Thank off, we you. said he he should be sixth man of the year. Yep, reassert. I remember. Thank Go ahead. You. Yep. Thank you. So on the biggest stage with Brunson sitting out, he the boy played fifty five minutes, yeah. one turnover, thirty eight points, eight rebounds, seven assists, four steals. I mean, you got to be kidding me with those kind of numbers. Those are god <laughs> insane numbers, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. And Tino, by the way, if there was a stat, and there's not, for enthusiasm and body language, he would have had a triple-double. I mean, nobody was dancing around having more fun than I get. That guy looked like he could have played 60 more minutes, and and he didn't sweat. Unbelievable. Why? Just give it. I'm, I'm watching the game with my 15 year old. My son's saying, "Why do you keep giving the ball to Randall in those clutch moments? Just let him create one of the daughter." Look, well, he, he, look he, he, yeah, sorry, you broke up a little, little bit there. there. Look, quickly is quickly is amazing. Um, quickly has been, you know what? B team Emmanuel quickly in the starting lineup as a as the guard did something that Jalen Brunson could never do. And this isn't a knock on Jalen Brunson because Jalen Brunson could drop 40 on you. Hell, sometimes he might be able to score 50 at, at some point. But what IQ did on both ends of the court, scoring, I mean, all, what was he, seven, for the first seven points in, in double overtime? I mean, yes, great. Brunson could do that. But how he affects the game defensively, it's masterful. Well, he's a better athlete. He's and, longer, well, he's, he's more explosive. But, but he's, his awareness, yep. like he's masterful. That sequence in the third quarter that where he gets great. the block, then he gets su- successive steals, it changed the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were down 12. It was about They were about to get run away from. I agree with and you. And he changed the game like that. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Well, all right, we got news. We got news. What is this? All right, so we have NFL quarterback news. You ready? Uh-oh. So according to Garofolo and our buddy Ian Rappaport, Derek Carr, Mm-mm. okay, this just came across. Derek Carr is signing with the Saints. What? That just went down. Wow. Derek, as per Rappaport, Garofolo, wow. within the last two minutes, he is signing with the Saints. Now, this plays one of two ways from mm-hmm. a Jets point of view. You are either completely distressed and out of your mind's crazy or you've been subscribing to what I've been saying for a while and that's that 
I believe the Jets will still get Aaron Rodgers. Now, if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, then the conversation changes. Now you're in limbo, like I predicted weeks ago. I still think you get Jimmy G, but <laughs> no, no, that's part of the reason why yeah, I, know, I thought. I know, but I know. but this, this, listen, this is huge mm. because a lot of you, maybe forty percent ish, were all in on Carr. Don't want to wait for Rodgers. Don't want to do two years. Don't know if he's all in. Carr's thirty one, thirty two. You can grow with him. So if if you're in that camp, and there's a lot of you, you're pissed. 877-337-6666. But a silver lining that I'll give you coming up next here. As, well, this just happened. Wow, interesting. i got to jump online and uh, check some of the stuff myself as well. So car to the Saints. So that story that we saw last night, this morning, the slight lean. I believe that was Fowler. The slight lean that Carr had to the Jets. Maybe just a smoke screen, get a few more bucks out of the Saints, incentivize them to come with the whatever. He ain't coming here. And we react to that next on The Fan. Let them have it. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Ten twenty-six. What's happening Monday morning on the fan? It's the Tiki and Tierney show, and a big one is off the board. So if you wanted Derek Carr to the Jets, you're not happy because he ain't coming. He's going to New Orleans. Uh, that, that I don't know the numbers yet. I was searching for that, but the deal has been agreed upon in principle. Uh, a few of the uh, reputable NFL insiders, Rappaport, Garofolo, uh, they both had that. Schefter had something. I guess ten minutes or so before they broke the story. That they were very close. So, you know, listen, to me, and, and and this is the danger, I get it. This is the danger of hanging on every tweet and every story. Because what story, what story really was ammunition for Jet fans' discussions over the weekend? The report about Derek Carr with a slight lean toward the Jets over the Panthers and the Saints. Now, I'm not saying that that was made up. I, I'm not saying that at all. Uh, it could have been Derek Carr using the Jets, yeah. like Kirk Cousins used the Jets. I told years ago, I told you. Now, I don't know if I'll be right with the Rodgers stuff. I have dug in. I have always wanted Rodgers. I've always thought Rodgers is coming. I've never wavered once. But I told you three weeks ago, I didn't think Derek Carr wanted this. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he wanted us. I didn't think he wanted logistics, even though Florham Park is very different than Manhattan. Yeah. I didn't think he wanted the East Coast. I did not think he ever wanted the New York Jets. Well, ever. I, I think that Derek Carr had a good meeting with the Jets. But I ultimately, this thing probably came down to who was willing to commit strongest to him. I wasn't going to say the most money because I don't think it's about money. Money is fungible, as we always talk about. It's it's it's, it's, it's more who was going to commit strongest to him. And when you think about the team, the teams that he was talking to, Carolina was one, which is what I speculated uh, last week. The Saints have been in on this since the very beginning because, remember, he took a visit while he was still under contract with the Raiders and then came back and said, just cut me. You know, I'll work out my own deal. And and the Jets were the other one. And I we know that the Carolina Panthers have a lot of options because they're not in win-now mode. The Saints really aren't either, but they're in salary cap hell. So they they kind of need to you know latch on to a quarterback who they can pay a long-term deal and use him as their bank, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Jets were the least desperate team. And I think ultimately the Jets' inability – that's how you say it. Yeah, the Jets' inability – to fully commit to Derek Carr forced him elsewhere, right? Because in my mind, he was the best option. Aaron Rodgers, great. He'll be good for a year. But for the long-term growth of what the Jets need to do and creating a winning culture, it was Derek Carr. But they just weren't willing to commit to it because they're so enamored with Aaron Rodgers. And I think it's a mistake. But it's their decision to make. I'm glad I'm not a Jets fan. Let's put it that uh, well, way. If this not, is true, yeah. and Derek Carr is bouncing and going to the – not bouncing because he never was here, but he's going to the Saints as opposed to the Jets. Mm-hmm. 
and Aaron Rodgers decides to retire. Well, I mean, I mean that's that's worst case. I I feel bad for Jets. Uh, well, okay, hey, we'll we'll take the pity. I mean, we've had pity <laughs> thrown our way and bestowed upon us before. We're we're, we're used to it. I'll tell you who I wouldn't want to be right now. If this plan doesn't go the way it's supposed to go, that's Joe Douglas. Yeah. He's got to be sweating. And one thing I know about bald heads: when you have a bald head, the beads of sweat. Just go dripping everywhere. They don't get sucked up and absorbed by hair. That's right. So we're going to see him sweating. <laughs> if anybody bumps into Joe Douglas at a Starbucks in Florham Park or in route back from the, the combine, whatever, and you see those beads of sweat on top, let me know. Take a picture. Mm-hmm. They'll be visible. Send it to my Twitter account because that will mean bad things for the Jets. Now, the reason I never wanted Derek Carr, all right, and it is all- Never wanted him? You you know that never? No, I mean, I, I, yeah. want, I mean, of course, oh, oh, Rogers was. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. But ahead I'm, of Rogers, you mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Never wanted him. You know that? Yes. Is because at the end of the day, despite all of the radio discussions and tweet fests and bar discussions and WhatsApp chains with your buddies, right? <laughs> it's still about a Super Bowl. Okay. The others. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Stuff is almost noise. That is interesting, yeah. but the objective is a Super Bowl. And I never once, as I close my eyes, I never once envisioned Derek Carr holding up a Lombardi trophy wearing Jets uniform. I never saw that. Mm-hmm. Now, do well, I see it with Rodgers? I do. Yeah. I don't know if Rodgers is coming. But, I think he but is. It's also, but it's also difficult to see it in general simply because of the AFC. But I hear I hear what you're saying. Rodgers, you can picture it happening. Derek Carr, it's a little bit of a reach. But even with it being a reach, I think Derek Carr serves a purpose, whether it's, you know, three to six years, you know, let's say five years, three to five years, it's to create a winning culture. Like, we know he's a winner. I don't care if you don't think he can win a Super Bowl. He's not a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. But the Jets' most important objective over the next year, two, or three is to be a consistent winner. They can't have these in-season roller coaster well, rides. Well, the fluctuations are it's just, just maddening. unacceptable. It's maddening. Yep. And, it's, and it creates a, a culture where players get pissed off. And they all they want to do is bounce. And and ultimately is a reason that the Jets don't sign their draft choices. Parts because they stink. They've just been bad draft picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other part is because who wants to stay in a that's, franchise that's so unstable? That's a good point. Right? So Derek Carr at least gives you stability. At least was going to give you that. And maybe he gets really good with a good defense, which the Jets have, and messes around, gets deep into the postseason, and anything could happen. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fans. If you guys are just tuning in, Derek Carr to the Saints. Uh, these these next few days are just are vital to the Joe Douglas administration. He's got to get this right. He's known this. Now listen, Tiki, at the end of the day, I would love to live uh, amicably amongst Jet and Giant fans, but now mm-hmm. here's where we got to get a little gangster if things don't go our way. <laughs> now we're chasing your boy. Yeah. I'm, uh, listen, That's, uh... here, here, this is the reality of the situation. 
without without a, a hard yes from Rodgers, and I still I've always thought that there was some sort of hey, I'm interested, I like mm-hmm. your roster, let's figure out the numbers, and I'm I'm amenable to a trade to your team. I've always thought that, and eventually we'll find out if I'm right or wrong. All right, nuts or or or, or accurate, whatever. But if I am wrong, here's who I'm targeting now. All right, I'll obviously go after Jimmy Garoppolo for a year or two. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going after the Ravens, and I'm going after the Giants, mm-hmm. and with not Giants exclu- quarterbacks and that, the Ravens quarterbacks. That's right. And with not exclusive tags, I will give up two first round picks for Lamar, and I will give up two first round picks for Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, I will do it. It's not worth it for Aaron Rodgers because he's time. not gonna, he's not going to play long enough. Nope. But as I said two weeks ago, and it just got steam and more steam. Daniel, and this is not me saying I want Daniel Jones to leave the New York Giants. Don't hear me incorrectly. This is me saying Daniel Jones is more valuable to the Jets than he is to the Giants. The Giants can't afford to pay him like he wants to, maybe even needs to get paid. Look at what Dak Prescott is making. I mean, 40, whatever, 50, whatever, close to $50 million a year. Someone just tweeted this. You know, uh, this is, and again, it's, it doesn't matter who tweeted it because it's really just the stats. Total yards. Daniel Jones had 900 more yards. Obviously, he played more games, but still. nine more yard, 900 more yards. 22 touchdowns to 24 touchdowns. 19 interceptions. Uh, that, that, that Dak Prescott is, or turnovers that he's had. Uh, Daniel Jones had five. Completion percentage was higher. QB rating was higher. Interception percentage was much lower. He was first. Dak Prescott was dead last in the NFL. And he had Oof. Richie James, Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins. And Dak Prescott had C.D. Lamb, Schultz, Noah Brown, and uh, forget the other wide receiver um, on the Jets. But anyway, it's, uh, it, does, it doesn't matter. He had a ton of more talent. Daniel Jones is a player. And I think teams are starting, the league is starting to realize that. Let's get John in Danbury, Connecticut, as we react to this big news as Carr goes to the Saints. What's going on, John? How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning. How what's, are you? What's happening? What's up, dude? Hey, I, I know that, uh, BT, you're a big fan of this Rodgers thing, but I, I just want to share a little bit of data, right? So he hasn't been to the Super Bowl in 12 years. That Carr's never been. He's uh, never even won a playoff game, Derek Carr, mm-hmm. but keep going. No, no, I'm talking about Rodgers. I know, but right? I'm also going to incorporate okay. Carr. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so hold on. Um, he's one in four in NFC Championship games. His passer rating in those games is 20 percentage points lower than his career. Yep. yep. Do you know who he yep. beat to get to the Super Bowl? Do you know who the quarterback was for the Bears? Uh, that the was, hold on, what year is it? That was what? How many years ago? Jeez. Was it? Uh, well, what the hell was, who I'll, was it? I'll just tell you. Who? The, the immortal Khalid the immortal <laughs> Haney. <laughs> probably most people don't even know who Khalid Haney is. Man, right? I, I forgot that name, be honest yeah. with you. Forgot it. Right, so now he's nearly 40. He's not going to beat Mahomes, Burrow, or Allen, and he's going to wreck our future. His cap hit post when he's done is All right, massive. now, John, let me, let me hop in for a sec. When Go you, ahead. Sure. Because when P, and people throw that around. He's going to wreck the future, which, by the way, is very different than saying – it's not a long enough window that's appealing to me because I don't think that they necessarily intertwine or intersect. I, it, yeah, I'd love a guy who's going to be here five, six, seven, ten years. Of course, we all want that. But the Jets aren't giving up a first-round pick for Rodgers. I don't believe that's happening. I do believe there'll be a restructuring of the finances, and I do believe he'll be okay with it, or he'll retire, and the Jets will have to go to plan C. It's not going to be as exorbitant a price tag as many of you think. I've said that from day one. Well, we'll have to see how that turns out. I mean, I don't want him to get a visit to Super Wild Card Weekend mm-hmm. uh, and then wreck the team. Yeah. Like it's just—I know we need playoffs. It's been forever. Yeah. But uh, it, it's a tough call. Plus, you know, he's—he's—he's he's, he's a flake right now. Like he's very unpredictable. Well, you know what he's talking. Um, I, the only—I I mean, mm. I won't say he's a flake. He's got the ability. Appreciate your call, man. Thanks, John. He's—he's he's got the ability to dictate his own career right now. He's played for a lot of years. 18, year, 18 years, 17 years? 15. I thought it was 15. Uh, maybe no? it is 15, yeah, because he came in at 23. He was later. That's right. So 15 years, um, four MVP, Super Bowl championship. You talk about that 2010 team. Let's be fair. To that 2010 NFC championship game, Caleb Haney came in because Jay Cutler hurt his shoulder, and then the backup, Todd Collins, hurt his shoulder. So Caleb Haney came in in the third quarter. Threw a touchdown pass, by the way. I'm just revisiting this. Threw a touchdown pass and then turned into, you know, a third-string quarterback. <laughs> had no business who he was. being in the NFC Championship game. So, I mean, let's let's pause on the on the hate for Caleb Haney. Uh, <laughs> he was thrust into it, a non-winnable situation against a future first ballot Hall of Famer yep. in Ann Rodgers. That was going to happen likely anyways. But 
I mean, look, Aaron is is a great player. Do I think he's the best fit for the Jets right now? Absolutely not. Yeah, and that's where you and I differ. I get it. Uh, Mike's in Rocky Point on the Fantiki and Tierney Show. What's happening, Mike? Guys, I need the black couch. It's been a while. <laughs> sit down. Well, sit down. Down. Sit down. Come into our office. Just, mm-hmm. it, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Like, I wanted Derek Carr, 31 years old. You didn't have to give up any draft picks. You could build a, build a winning culture with him. It just doesn't stop. And I'm telling you right now, and you said this, BT, Joe Douglas is probably in the office right now in Florham Park, sweating like, like, like I'm not going to use bad language. No, pro- profusely. Right we'll do a uh, gorilla monsoon word. He's sweating profusely. Yeah, I mean, right. I don't want Jimmy G. Now, you said it, though, BT. You said a mouthful, and I agree. You've yeah. got to target the Baltimore Ravens quarterback right now, and you've got to go after Daniel Jones. Can you yeah. imagine Daniel Jones with the Jet roster? I mean, think about it. All those receivers, Bryce is going to be back healthy. You got, you're going to build an offensive line. I, I'd give up those two draft picks, as crazy as it sounds, for Daniel Jones at this point. Because who do you, who is your starting quarterback right now for the New York Jets? Well, they don't have one right now, yeah. but it's also well, middle I mean, of March. It's Zach or Mike right. White. <laughs> so you don't want Zach. It's what you don't want. It'll be the the no, most tiresome. I think I've seen Jet fans start a season ever. I would quit. I would watch if, if Zach Wilson was the starting there. quarterback. I mean, BT, do you honestly think that number twelve is going to wear green? I mean, I mean, I do. Honestly, think that? I'd say, listen, Mike, I could be dead oh. wrong, but that's what I've thought from day one. And by the way, this is why, Mike, I've been, I've been annoyed and upset with BT. Mm. So going into Friday, not even Friday, yeah, no, we didn't even lead with it. It just came up along the show because we led with the Knicks. Going into Friday, BT saying, all right, Derek Car- or, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you have until Sunday. If I don't hear that loudly, I'm going to be screaming this. Mm. If I don't hear from you Sunday, I'm done with you. You're dead to me, Aaron Rodgers. What happens? Sunday comes. The Knicks have a great win. Oh, my <laughs> Liverpool Reds shut out. Seven man, you seven, seven nil. nil. Right. So is this is going a great day. Yeah, I so think fun. I'm going to come in on Monday. We're going to talk Knicks. Maybe I'll sneak in some Liverpool talk here. Or there, yeah, Daniel Jones not. contract. Oh, I got it in already. So <laughs> Daniel Jones contract. You know what? We don't want to sign him. You know, we'll franchise him. It's all good. Yeah. I don't have to talk about Aaron Rodgers ever again. So what's the problem with me? Because you're not done with him. No, I'm not done <laughs> with him. You're still talking about him. But and now that Derek Carr is signed with the Saints, I got stuck talking for another month about this no, guy. No, well, that's true. It actually emboldens me even more to think that that, that Rodgers is coming here. <laughs> now, listen, I did say, but it's a little nuanced, and there's a little loophole, all right? Of but, course. But I didn't buy Of course. No, well, I mean, listen, <laughs> you know, you always have to have a trap door in case things don't go your way. Uh, I, I did not position. Your commitment was fungible. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I didn't position it that way on Friday I didn't purposely say, well, let me say it this way so that if this – like, I, I'm calculated, but I'm not that calculated. Yeah, I know, with, I know with what you big, mean. Okay. I know what you mean. But what, you meant it when you said I, it. I absolutely meant it. But the report that I saw from Schefter over the weekend hmm. was that Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't retire, really believes, in Schefter's words, that he will be a Jet. Mm-hmm. And Now, do we believe this? Because Aaron Rodgers did say – you know, on the Pat McAfee podcast, Schefter knows nobody, Rappaport either, knows nobody in my camp. Yeah, right. So stop stop the true. fake news. Maybe that, uh, that it's, it's baseless. <laughs> Schefter, he knows nothing. Um, no, I listen, I just, I think it's common sense. I don't think he's walking away from $150 million. I've never thought that from day one. I do think that he's okay with the restructure. Mm-hmm. I do absolutely believe that Green Bay's done with him. I believe that if he comes here, he'll be a good teammate. He'll be invested. He'll be engaged. He'll be dialed in. He'll be here for OTAs. He'll be here. He'll be present. And he will kick ass like no other Jet quarterback in my lifetime has kicked ass. I still think it's going to happen. I could be dead wrong. Yeah. And then we riot. And then- <laughs> if we get Jacoby Brissett or somebody we don't like. Oh, <laughs> then we choose violence. <laughs> uh, let's get, how about Jason, who's in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Jay, what's cooking, buddy? How are you? Guys, good morning. What's going on? What's up, dude? So, first of all, I, I do want to say, uh, BT, I think you're uh, going to be crying after this week because you lost out on Carr, and you, you're not going to get Aaron Rodgers either. Why not? Um, Why not? I'll deal with yeah, it. Yeah, and and uh, for my calls last week, I didn't. I forgot to say this. Tiki, one of my favorite Giants of all time, thank you for everything you did for Big Blue. Well, I appreciate I that, Jason. There. Thank you, brother. Yeah, and so jumping to... 
the main issue for me, Daniel Jones, um, I thought I saw a report, a Bleacher Report over the weekend, where Joe Shane was told by John Mara that he had to negotiate with uh, Daniel Jones. I think I think Shane basically told Mara he didn't want to speak with him and offer him a contract, and John Mara said you have to go back to the table and speak with the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think overall, if that news is accurate, that he's – potentially going to the Panthers or has interest there or the Jets. Maybe I'll take those two first rounders all day long. Yeah. Let him go and, and just I'll, I'll tag Barkley because at 10 million, it's worth it. And then we'll draft another quarterback where we'll sign Tannehill or dare I say this Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, yeah. for two years, and then, well, uh, you know, build, rebuild that offensive well, line. I, look, honestly, you're talking about the Giants? If the Giants move on yeah. from Daniel Jones, they're drafting one of these projects. You think they'd move up to do it? Um, well, that uh, would be yeah, a project I mean, at that point. Uh, maybe. Be. Maybe. Be. They have 11 draft picks. Listen, right? I, so, I have no problem with that philosophy or that strategy. And You get two first-round picks. and Exactly. Ah. And then you have, you know, Anthony Richardson that's sitting in the back end. Because you know that... I mean, I don't know. Bryce Young came in at 5'10", 204. What's the market for of the teams that really need and we're thinking about drafting a quarterback or are you drafting a 5'10 quarterback? Now, I know he's the exact measurement as Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray run rook, uh, won Rookie of the Year. If he, he's a different makeup than Kyler Murray. Which is a good thing. Which is a great thing, um, but he's still small. Mm-hmm. Right? You just you got to be really creative. Um, and so – how many of those teams are have that creative offensive mind to help Bryce Young be who Bryce Young you know could be? So, but we know C.J. Stroud's going. We know Bryce Young is likely going early, and then it's a question about Will Levis, who showed off his arm strength at fifty-seven the mile per hour average. He's a, he's a monster among the top he's four a, in the history of the combine. He's a monster. MPH, right? And so, yeah, last guy we saw do that to tight end now for for, for Washington. Remember oh yeah, yeah, from yeah, Virginia yeah. Tech. Yes, I forget so his name now. Not Logan. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forget his I forget uh-huh. his first name now. But anyways. Uh-huh. Um, there are a bunch of quarterbacks in the back end of this draft that are projects. They need Hendon Hooker's one, uh, Anthony Richardson from Tennessee, formerly of Virginia Tech. Um, 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 Richardson Rich, from Florida. Uh, Richardson from Florida. Who had a great combine. Great combine. These great athletes. There are projects in this uh, yeah. draft that the Giants could easily go acquire. They have Tyrod Taylor on the roster already because he signed a two-year deal making peanuts, basically, $8 million. And so they have an answer if Daniel Jones isn't part of their future. And if they can get two first-rounders, I'm I'm not going to be angry about it. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hate that we're losing Daniel Jones. He's likely to go someplace like the Jets or somewhere else and do really well. But I'm, I'm not going to scream about it. You know, I, I got to tell you, I'm attacking this from – an emotionless position. Mm-hmm. No, uh, not emotionless in the sense of what I do for a living and wanting all our teams to do well and, you know, loving the good stories, especially a renaissance like like Daniel Jones is a good kid, good young man. But, like, if I were a Giants fan, really, if that was my team instead of the Jets. Yeah. Tig, I, I, I think I'd be rooting for this to break down. Mm. I, I really would think that I could justify... And as a Giants fan, internalize and reconcile yeah. within that the well, best thing for the Giants is to get two first round picks and not pay Jones. Well, it allows you to be reset fully, almost salary cap wise, and, and and you can do really whatever you want. And you have the you have the guy in Tyrod who can start right away. You have a project who you know maybe surprises you. I I can hear you on that. It sucks. Because now you go back to square one in a sense, but Daniel, um, uh, Joe Shane, and Brian Dable have so much equity after what they did last season. They can almost make any decision they want, and we will accept it as Giants. We've said fans. that a few times. We have said that a few times. You're right. Wayne Long Island on the Fantique and Tierney Show. What's going on, Wayne? Hey, how are you, Brandon? How's What's it going, up, man? How are you, Wayne? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm just. I'm a diehard Bills fan, okay. and I hope you get Rogers. Wait. Let me ask you this. Why? You think what, it's just what do you think the best scenario is if you get Rogers? Well, I got a question for you first before I answer that. Or, or how okay. are you handling the the descent of the Bills? You you okay with this? Because you know that it's already transpiring. You know that, right? You know what? Everybody says that the Bills went thirteen and 
three last year. They lost three games by a combined eight points. Oh. Really? I mean, uh, and, they, 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 they were that horrendous? Well, no, I didn't say you were horrendous. And by the way, those three games you lost, what are those games you lost to the team that you try to clown me on right now with the Jets, huh? <laughs> All right, just making sure we're on the same page. If the Jets get so Rodgers... You don't think the Jets are as good as the Bills, do you? I think it's a lot closer than you think. Yeah? Yeah. Well, let me ask this. It depends on who your quarterback is for starters. A hundred percent. Without I mean, one, with, I mean, without, a, without a viable quarterback, we're not winning anything. Hey, Wayne, I'll give you that. Wayne, that's no, the I, entire conversation. I got it. That's the entire conversation no, for I, the Jets. I know a lot of people threw Josh Allen to the curb, but it's like, no, really? no, no, no. I mean, no. come on. No, no. I, but listen, you got to look at Wayne. You lost your offensive coordinator the year before. You just lost your defensive coordinator. Your star wide receiver's not thrilled. Your head coach, no way is he on thin ice, but maybe a little luster shine, a little bit, is removed. I love Josh Allen. He's the least no, of issues. And, and but, I agree. Look, okay. I, I know it was like Super Bowl was the result. That's what you wanted. But, but people are acting like they had a bad year. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't think they're ascending anymore. They're they're either stagnant or I think they're taking a bit of a step back. That's yeah, all. Last That's year, all. last year was their year. No, they were hey, supposed hey, to win I can it last see that. year. You know what though? What about when they go and get Saquon Barkley as their running back or Derrick Henry? I think that'll help. Oh, jeez. Can you? I mean, if you guys get Derrick Henry, we'll ship you the Lombardi. How about that? Well, I I mean, I they need they need they need to upgrade the running game. They can't have Josh Allen being the leading rusher on the team. Understood. Yeah, and by the way, Wayne, you started the call. Thanks for the, thanks for the call. You know, what do I expect? If Rodgers is a Jet, what do I expect? A broad parameter without seeing any of the other offseason moves, which will be a lot, because if the Jets do get Rodgers, you're going to have a lot of players who are like, oh, maybe I'll try to go with it. Everybody, listen, everybody around the NFL, you guys have to understand this. As much as the Jets get clowned, every player and every pundit around, I don't care what network you watch, everyone knows the Jets roster is stacked. Players know that. So if Rodgers comes, you're going to have some guys who, whether it's a safety, whether it's a linebacker, whether it's an old lineman, the positions of need, they're going to say, oh, hell yeah, I'll go play for the Jets for 70 cents on the dollar. I want to go play with Rodgers. I want to go play for that team. So what do I think would happen? I think they'd win 12 or 13 games and flip a coin, have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. And that's all you're that's looking for. That's what I think for. would happen. It's all you're looking for, but is it sustainable? That's the question that Jet fans have to wrestle with. And some people want nothing to do with it. Others say, well, if it's going to get me a Super Bowl or give me a chance to win a Super Bowl, then why not? Why not? It's been so many damn years. Why not? That's right. Wilson's in Roxbury on the Fantiki and Tierney Show. What's up, Wilson? What's up, Wilson? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, good morning. Brother. What's up, Tiki? How are you? I'm good, bro. Hey, hey listen. Uh, if if, if uh, Daniel, Daniel Jones cannot play on, um, on the franchise tag, it'll be a detriment to the organization because um, you have to give him the whole $32 million, yeah. one, on top of, one on top of the other, and then... Who's going to catch? Who's going to block? Who's going to stop the run? So you have Daniel Jones rental for a year, and you're going to be probably worse team than last year. I mean, the idea is to go, you know, forward, not backwards. And, um, and I don't know. And Daniel Jones, Teak, the, for, for the past three years, right, people wanted to run him out of town. Yeah. Last year, last year, he leaves the last game he played in Giant Stadium. He left to an extent, you know, a standing ovation. Yes, he did. And I and I don't know who's giving this kid advice, but whoever did completely butchered everything. Because now, Giants fans don't, they don't want him anymore. They, they, they say, you know what, just get out of here. Well, if he's going to big time moronic. it, if he's going to big time it, Giants fans are going to get frustrated. But I understand, I understand that, Pete. But let me tell you something. You know how powerful New York radio is, man. Yeah, of course. If 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 you guys, Craig, everybody starts saying, you know, this guy doesn't deserve forty five million, he's a bum, he doesn't think about the team. You know, you know, radio has gotten people fired, has gotten people hired, has gotten people <laughs> benched. You you know what I'm saying. It's not it's not it's not you know, that's reality. But what I'm saying is I think deep deep inside Keeks, he doesn't want to be here, man. He's really hurt that uh, didn't pick up his uh, fifth-year option. Mm. And, he, you know, he's sour about yeah, that. Yeah, but he, didn't, he, didn't, he hadn't earned the fifth-year option. He had I to know, earn I, it. Now, he did. That. It seems like a great deal if we had picked up his fifth-year option. Instead of t- even talking about 40-something million, we'd be handing him 22 or $23 million next year. 
and be loving life because he's he's going to evolve. And we've said this, I said this during the season, into one of the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL. Hell, he might already be there, right? And if he keeps getting better and evolving in Brian Dable's system, especially because Kafka, we hang on with Kafka because he doesn't get a head coaching job. You know, he might be, you know, picking at the top five or six of quarterbacks in the league, and so. It would have been a bargain, but that's past. It's, it's water under the bridge, and it's it's out to the ocean already. We can't even worry about it any longer. What we have to worry about is what Daniel Jones on the franchise tag, what Wilson talked about first, why it's so critical that the Giants avoid that. The Giants currently have $46 million, 47, effectively basically $44 million in cap space um, that's it's available right now. If Daniel Jones signs the the – the non-exclusive franchise tag, which gives two first-rounders should someone else sign him, that effectively takes their salary cap to $10 million because $11 million of that of that 43 has to go to the rookies to get to the draft picks. So if, if the Giants sign Daniel Jones, they basically don't have any money. And, I mean, they're, going, they, and they're going nowhere if that the, happens. If he's, if he's on the franchise tag, they basically have no money. Yeah, and they're going nowhere. So they have to sign him. They have to. Or they have to let him go, and they got to get two so, first-round picks so, to start over. And so as I'm hearing all of this noise about Daniel Jones wanting to leave or Daniel Jones wanting $45 million, I can't help but think it's being pushed from ulterior uh, agendas mm. from either side. I, I can't help but think that. I don't know what the reality is. I haven't talked to Joe Shane. I, haven't even, I have no indication of what the negotiation between Athletes First, Daniel Jones' agency, and Joe Shane is right now. But I know that despite having cap space, it is an untenable cap situation if Daniel Jones gets the franchise tag tomorrow. I don't think they'll do that. I really don't. I, I I agree with you. That is that is the worst thing for the Giants. Yep. It's better that he leaves yeah. than actually doing that. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Wow, what an hour! Yeah, I'm glad we got that Knicks talk in. Yeah, right. I mean, you got to forget about the Knicks for a little bit here <laughs> no joke. because they are going to be on the back burner the rest of the day. Here's the other thing too. Uh, you know, both both ways, both all the time we devote to these Jets and Giants, the quarterback situation. Both carry huge risks and very different one. For Rodgers, if it is Rodgers, uh, is he all in? Will he assimilate, et cetera? And for the Giants and Jones, is there another level for Daniel Jones? We assume that mm-hmm. there is, but we don't know for sure that there is. And, boy, you want to talk about a pivotal yeah. pivot time, <laughs> a pivotal period for the quarterback spot in this city? Man, it's palpable. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 